This is a HeadGum Podcast. If I were you, show at you, let her come to yourself in a Starbucks room. was mark and marie very uh, entrancing a brother and sister duo and they hook up they don't actually hook up oh i was so <laughs> confused for a second <laughs> now i'm confused for a second <laughs> when uh what <laughs> why did you think that they hooked up i guess i just thought i heard you say i did you what did you think you heard me say a brother and sister duo, duo. Yeah, bro. I, yeah, <laughs> I did I say that. Couple or something. It was so hot or weird, I mean. What? For a second. To for me. what? I thought for a second that they hooked up and I was like, that's so, that made me uncomfortable and not hard. It's, uh, it's funny because when I read this email, I assumed that these, this brother and sister were fucking each other. So I, I said, I, th- I responded, I said, thanks so much for your song. Uh, weird question for you. Do you guys, do you guys fuck each other? Yeah. Uh, and they responded what <laughs> they're like lol we don't fuck but we do hook up really so i guess the, I don't they don't know. go all the way yeah <laughs> yeah it's not incest if you don't yeah. go all the way <laughs> what a weird bumper <laughs> your <sticker>. honor <laughs> and then oh. you find out that it is it's a weird shirt to have uh, that awkward moment when <laughs> you realize you find out it is incest even if you don't go all the way <laughs> <laughs> That awkward moment, Hen. Thank you, Mark and Marie. Mark and Marie from New Jersey. Hell, say, can you see? By the dawn's early light. Go on. <laughs> the whole country's national anthem has a weird slam poem. What? So proudly we, we hail. By the dawns at the twilights. Oh shit! What is it? At the twilights. uh, At the twilights. Last gleaming. Glee. Ming. (laughs) Whose broad stripes and bright stars? Whose broad stripes and bright starly? Here's something interesting I noticed, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that. Mission Impossible, Rogue Nation's improbable f- feat is consistency. Excuse me? <laughs> I, I think that the fifth movie in a long-running franchise uh, uh, opened this weekend, and it, and it did what most mission movies do. It earned a solid opening, and it stuck the landing. Are you just reading Deadline.com? <laughs> no. And passing it off like what are you talking opinion? about? I really do think that 
in, in box office I see, you terms. You do like you look at me right up until you start to to, to clearly the first read an installment. Article. Directed by Brian De Palma, took in an inflation-adjusted sixty-eight million dollars. Click his name because I'm sure it's a hyperlink wherever you are. <laughs> Fuck that noise, dude! I'm trying to have a conversation with you, and you're you not keep having a because it's very one-sided. You clearly have an opinion and an agenda, and you're just gonna you're gonna read that. Like, because right now I'm th- sort of throwing. Do you, you think off that the 2011 yeah. pick Ghost Protocol, directed by Brad Bird, was a harder to gauge? What is going on with you right now? I'm. Um, Thinking. I'm just talking about whatever. You're steamrolling me. Um, Thanks to Tom Cruise for writing that song. Uh, This is If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the internet, hosted by me. And me. I'm Amir. And I'm me. Uh, We had such a busy week. (laughs) This week was such a busy week for me. Yeah. Do you remember everything we did? Yeah, well, mostly we shot our we shot our television show. We fought with, or we should say that we shot the first episode of it. Yeah, the pilot, the pilot, and it might be the only episode ever. Yeah, so when we wrapped, we're like, "Oh, this was great. I hope we get to do it again." Yeah. Or there's a chance that we'll never do it again. It felt like going. I guess I never went to summer camp. But right. Like, the idea is like we went through this amazing bonding experience where we like made something with a bunch of people who worked super hard yeah. and you really like fall in friendship love with all of them. Right. Everyone said, like, yeah. And then like the last day at camp, you're like, I'm going to miss you so much. I'll see you next summer. Right. And, but we have to say like, uh, I'm going to miss you so much. I hope one day I see you again. Yeah. Because that'll mean that we <laughs> get to keep on making this or this friendship will have meant nothing. Yeah. So, so long and, or maybe goodbye. Right. Uh, we it was a monday through friday schedule roughly 13 hours a day mm-hmm. little time for anything else right just, just emails piling up waking up early there were days i didn't even refresh instagram no yeah. don't say that it it really like <laughs> it and it didn't even weigh on me like i would come home and i would be like oh i didn't even look at this today wow it was kind of cool like like doing this thing because we were just like oh this is what normal work hours are right that's true comedians don't operate from 7 a.m to 8 p.m every day usually it was fulfilling and exhausting yeah i I don't think that like normal jobs usually feel like that that was like a dream come true right it was like a fantasy week i said i told somebody that like it was like we won or paid for a, a experience where it's like you get to write a script and then we get a real crew to make it for you and at yeah. the end of the week we give you a dvd of your show and it just cost eight thousand dollars but it's worth it because you get to act like a real hollywood guy for a week yeah we got to like sit in a director's chair with uh headphones on right did you like more um when you were in a scene and uh acting or did you like more when there was a scene with other people in it and you get to watch and give notes oh i think i i man it's really hard to choose they're both great i really i did love watching and uh giving notes yeah it's more relaxing i like even more when i what when you don't have to give notes because you're just like watching you're just like super proud of what's happening and it's like we all wrote these words weeks ago and we had no i mean there were some lines that because we had the best cast you could possibly imagine and there were lines that like i didn't even realize were jokes when we were writing them right everybody in the show is so funny that they become funny lines they bring up the exposition lines are funny yeah Ah, so now what? Now we 
we have to put the all this footage together. Not not, right. not even us. We have an editor and yeah. a director and other producers who will help us piece it together. Uh, and then eventually we'll show it to True TV, and they'll ultimately make a decision. And that's where we're gonna beg you guys to bring back that old, uh, yeah, that little hashtag thing <laughs> that we did. We really that that. But did, we won't not. Don't pull the trigger yet. Easy, easy. Just this is if this is a slingshot, we're yeah. <laughs> we've loaded the pebble. Yeah. And over the next couple of weeks, we're gonna slowly, slowly pull back the yeah. band, and then we'll tell you when all of that pent up energy. <laughs> is ready we'll release it and we'll have it'll be it'll be a shot yeah it will be a shot but so you get ready load the slingshot <laughs> and i really think it should actually be a slingshot yeah yeah ideally we'll just slingshot uh people until they decide to green light our That's show a good idea we'll threaten them yeah bart or, simpson or style them. bart simpson style. Dennis the menace them uh and then all, while this was happening uh our podcast network launched the same exact day yeah we we didn't spread the wealth very well. No. We were like dealing with the first day of our pilot shooting, which was like a very exciting moment, while also dealing with the first day of headgum.com launching. Right. So if you guys don't know what headgum is, it's this podcast network that we launched for our friends and family. So we're just now part of a giant network. A giant. Don't we're not we're not a conglomerate yet. No, yeah. We're at a, we're just an We're a mom and pop shop of podcasts. <laughs> don't just tell. ten podcasts. This is not you can you can dive right in and listen to all ten. Uh, and some of you have. We're you getting know, we reviews. Should talk, we should, people our fans should actually weigh in on who we help launch podcasts for. Oh. Next. So like people who um don't necessarily have a podcast or people who do have a podcast but not a network? I guess both. But like for instance, we, I, I feel like fans of ours would have and could have suggested, like, get Dave Rosenberg a podcast, right. which we did. Dave, uh-huh. Mike, and Jeff have Twinovation. Yeah. Or maybe they would say, hey, we like your mama's pod- you, We like your mama have her launch a podcast, which right. we did. So, like, who else is there? Like, uh, we, took, we took Josh Rubens, we got Streeter, we got... Yeah, uh, who, else, who else is out there, uh, either one who doesn't have a podcast that you think would belong in our podcast network? Podcast list or... Uh, podcast less or network less um oh yeah or who do have a podcast but not a network a home uh Mm -hmm. that you think would belong well on headgum you guys probably know the podcast universe more than we do we don't you want to listen to we can make it happen we and yeah we can literally get anybody that's the exciting part yeah so actually damon would have a pretty nice podcast matt damon right do you think he would ever um like uh sort of uh misschedule his podcast so it didn't come out oh like he he like scheduled it and it released it like eight hours too early and then he had to take it down but <laughs> itunes already caught it yeah so like some people are trying to download it so but has, the like, file's not there itunes but like there's nobody he can contact yeah there. it's sort of just like a feed that you <laughs> upload. yeah i don't think so do you think damon had uh like a, a podcast guest lined up and right. he like set up the equipment but then, like, at the last minute, the, the guest canceled on him. Oh, like, Affleck was like, hey, yeah. I actually can't do your podcast today. <laughs> yeah. So Damon has to, like, unplug all of his mics and stuff. <laughs> and he, like, already had, like, poured a glass of water for Ben. <laughs> yeah. So he drinks it yeah. himself. <laughs> and, but it's too much. It's too much water. So he has <laughs> to pee. Sort of, yeah, he has, like, a watery burp. <laughs> uh, we should say thank you to iTunes, actually. iTunes really helped us out last week. They, like, gave us our own... Uh, announcement on the front page of the iTunes podcast yeah. listing page, and they helped get up uh, all those podcasts onto iTunes and onto the same network. Uh, so, if you guys are on iTunes, you can check e- you can easily check out Headgum by searching Headgum in the uh, 
upper right hand corner. For real. And I gotta just recommend Twinovation episode two right now. Yeah, I highly I recommend to it. Uh, I'm, I was just in Santa Barbara for anybody who gives a fuck. I guess Amir doesn't. But <laughs> I knew that. I, I, <laughs> I was driving back and I listened to episode two. And uh, ever, Dave really brings a gem. <laughs> he really. A gem of a bad idea. He always brings a gem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is exciting. The first week was like everybody's first podcast. Now this week is like, all right, now people are starting to get into the swing of things. Uh, episode two of most people. And Twinovation's already released theirs early. And so did Black Men Can't Jump. They released, there's actually two episodes in their first week. Uh, and speaking of iTunes, I should say two more things. You can also go to iTunes.com slash HeadGum. They made us that URL. Which really? We'll send you right to the iTunes page, which is awesome. Uh, and if you like a podcast on HeadGum's network, it really, really helps to uh, subscribe to it uh, and to leave a positive review because uh, the way iTunes algorithms work is that they really weight those heavily. And uh, we had like at one point like four podcasts in the top 25 of comedy uh, and it's all thanks to like reviews and subscriptions and the newnesses of the show. And then that re- that led to people discovering the shows and discovering HeadGum and it's all just a positive feedback loop. So thanks to iTunes and thanks to you guys for doing all that stuff. Another idea I had is to just play a clip from that High and Mighty episode uh, at the end of this show. Oh. So if you haven't heard us on John Gabrus's show, you can just keep listening to the end of this program and we'll put in like a little two-minute clip of us talking on that show. Well, that's a good idea. Just to whet your appetite. We're good a at teaser. marketing. A or teaser. at least you are. Well, that was my brother's idea. He's good at marketing. Yeah. Was that your brother who is uh, the designer or the doctor? You know, it was the designer brother. I would yeah. imagine it was. Yeah, it was be. the one who works in the startup universe that mm-hmm. knew how to, uh, how to market that. Uh, not the gynecologist who can save babies' lives. Right. Which I guess is also important in a slightly different way. Yeah. Uh, but this, at this very moment, this is an advice podcast. Uh, so I'm going to be start, I'm going to read some real questions from real people who will, who have emailed us to a fiery show at gmail.com seeking our guidance uh, for whatever reason. Uh, so do you have a fake name? I want to preserve this ladies anonymity. Oh, hey ladies. What? Let's name them people on our headcom network. Okay. Danielle. Okay. Danielle. Right. A couple of questions. Right. She doesn't actually write. This is, yeah, this is somebody else. That's not her. Yeah. <laughs> she is a real person and right. she has a real podcast. Of course. This comes from somebody who's not her. Uh, I get it. And that person writes. I'll get right down to it. I'm a 20 years old, and in my first sexual relationship, I never felt very interested in dating before because I mostly feel that the guys who always hit on me are either sleazy or just annoying. I'm still in college and fell head over heels for my boyfriend, who I've been seeing now for a while. My boyfriend has also never had sex with anyone else either. He's a dime and a nerd. So as it turns out, we're pretty bad at sex. How is that fair? Without getting too graphic and grossing you both out, it's a bit uncomfortable for me being a virgin and all. However, my hymen wouldn't even have a chance to break because my boyfriend is finishing in just seconds. We've had sex a few times now and he's not getting any better. You guys have made jokes about this stuff before and I honestly think it's pretty funny except I kind of want to have some good sex with him sometime. That would be cool. 
He's very embarrassed every time he comes, and he doesn't think it's funny. I don't know what to do. I'm worried that this is going to affect his confidence in our relationship. Do you guys have any tips for this? Is there something that I could be doing differently in bed to make his experience last longer and still make him feel manly and such? Any thoughts would be greatly appreciated. Love the show, Danielle. Whew. A lot of thoughts. Mm. A lot of thoughts on this. Mm. What is, what are what what strikes you initially? Uh, sex is hard at mm. first, and in general, and at first, it's like a sport. It's like, oh, I took two two tennis lessons, and I'm not very good yet. Right? Yeah, it's. I would say sex is almost more complicated than tennis. This guy is seeing maybe touching a vagina for the first time. Right. Uh, super excited, super into it, prematurely ejaculating, it seems. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this girl is like, what, how, how long is it going to take? What's going to happen? And I fear it takes more than just two or three times to become good at sex. Right. Um, what did you think first? Well, I think, you know, obviously, I agree. Practice makes perfect. Good communication is always important. Uh, you know, if your sex life isn't really great you guys have to just talk about it and see what would make you both feel great uh a couple little things to make him feel confident just like you know keep on having more sex he'll last longer but try to find a way that he can get you off without using his dick like fingering you or going down on you because then he you know will feel confident making you come what about calling him names like oh you like that you little pussy Oh yeah, you like little, slap his little you dick, little limp dick loser, you little pussy. Yeah, look you, at this little wiener in a blanket. You grab his little, his little, his little cock yeah, come, in your fist, and you say, "Look at this little wiener Sally in a come blanket." Too quickly, what? You're, say, Sally, come too quickly. <laughs> What'd you say? Sally, come quickly is like a. That's the thing, right? Sally, come quickly. Is it? Sally, come quickly. <laughs> it might be. I just don't get it. <laughs> but like, he comes I've never too heard quickly. that. Oh, so. Really? So you say, you call him that. Sally come too, too quickly. Too quickly, yeah. yeah. I was saying, did you hear when I said you squeeze his little wiener dick and you say, what is this little pig in a blanket? Oh, that's A little good. wiener in a blanket? Yeah. You, you like make fun of his little dick. Well, no one said it was little. Mm. He actually has a huge dick. <laughs> you can make fun of that too. It's actually, yeah. <laughs> Your dick's too big. Uh, so is this worth? Is this worth bringing up? Is this worth talking about? Oh, it's Sally come lately. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah. So don't so, so don't say Sally loop. come too quickly. <laughs> I don't fear. I fear that he won't get that joke. <laughs> It'll still sting. <laughs> still it almost doesn't it. really matter. <clears throat> um, you think he feels shame? Embarrassed? Definitely. Yeah, because like. First of all, when you're in your first sexual relationship, I know it's always important. I, I just think that like the longer you spend in the sexual relationships and different ones, you sort of learn that there's like a curve. And I mean, I remember when I first stopped using condoms because like a girlfriend was on birth control and I lasted like so much shorter than I usually did. And for, a, you know, a while it was like hard for me to have like for us to have like a fully satisfying sex session for both right. of us. But were you just, a one pump chump? It wasn't one pump, but it was like, were you a three pump chump? It was more than three pumps, but it was four pumps. Oh, you were <laughs> <laughs> like, you, I would, I would come first and I was, you know, you're always the, 
the gold standard is to come at the same, same time. time. That's oh, what you that's want. a great. That's a great get. And like, <clears throat> that's and usually I I pride myself on being pretty good at it. Oh, so you just basically time it to them? Yeah, I mean, well, I personally, I mom, if you're listening, share this with dad. <laughs> I know you guys are in Nantucket, so if you guys can actually huddle around the fireplace, yeah, you could turn up an old timey radio. Listen to this on the way to the beach today, yeah. mommy and daddy. <laughs> I actually get off by other people getting off. Oh. So when people come, it really makes it, me come. It, it's yeah, it's almost like it's it's because the 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 physical feeling of of the ins and the outs is relatively unchanged right but like you can when you feel that energy of like this person's about to come and like i gets me i'm gonna come too and right so but and you know then the problem is like sometimes when somebody is close you, you get really excited and you're like oh i'm i'm coming and they're like well i know and i know not yet and oh that, my god and not i found yet that is happening a little too much yeah when, god yeah if, not if anybody, yet. if I have sex with anybody <laughs> listening to this podcast right now, if you really want to make me fucking come, say don't come yet. It's it's. It, I've never. It, that has only happened after that the ejaculation has right. happened. Like not yet, not yet. I'm like, yeah, all right. I'll try to hold it in a little more. <laughs> oh dear, not yet. Like oh, I came. <laughs> As soon as you said, as soon as you started that sentence, I knew you, what you were going to say. Do you ever uh, like d- uh, delay the like announcement of it? So like you you already feel it like it's starting, and you're like, all right, I'm close, I'm close, and then it's like, all right, now it's like you bought yourself a few more seconds oh. instead of saying like I'm so coming like, right now. So you're saying I'm coming like as right you're like like At literally the towards the end. No, I always pre-announce it because because <laughs> I want to. Just in case I hear not yet, I have to like be able to pull, like uh, I'm coming, and then they say no, don't or something. Oh, that's like, even better. Yeah, and then you're like, okay, I, yeah, I can, I can chill, I can chill, and I can chill in it. But if I like really go to the edge and I'm like I'm coming, and like don't, and then like right. of course I do, then my orgasm is ruined because it's just it's it's euphoria and guilt. <laughs> All in one amazing cocktail. Which is, yeah, that's my entire life, I think. <laughs> Euphoria and guilt, the name of your autobiography. Really? Uh, does it manifest itself in other parts of the relationship, like bad sex? Yeah. Weird, I, I weird dinners? Yeah, because you don't, if you feel like he feels limp, he feels like a piece of shit, he can't make his girlfriend happy. Right. I mean, that's what is going on in his head. I know people are like, you make me happy in a million ways, and sex is one of them. But like, when you're in that situation, you're like, I can't make you come. I can't make you laugh. I can't afford to pay for dinner. I, you, why are you even with me? That's what's in his head. It seems like the bit of advice here that might be good is like to he should try to get her as close as possible to the orgasm and then put his dick in. Yeah, <laughs> but I think you do. He has to have. He has to practice, and I, I don't want to say. Well, I'll just say what I'm thinking, and I don't know if it's entirely right, but I would just try to fuck him like three or four times in a row. Oh, yeah. If you, like, it sounds like you could both handle it because the first session is really short. Yeah, you treat the first one like exhibition basketball, like it's a preseason game, a yeah. warm up. Like, on, you just like jerk him off till he comes, and then be like, all right. Oh, now, now got, that's like, the new basis. You've got. And then you're like, hey, go down on me until you get hard again, and then come back, you know? That seems like a plan right there. That's the plan of action. So you tell your boyfriend that Jake Hurwitz told 
you to jerk him <laughs> off till he came. And then now he has to go down on you until he gets hard again. Yeah. And then he can have sex. I feel like that's the perfect plan because it like gives a timer to uh, how long he goes down on her, which mm-hmm. would, it's just great for her. Right. And then he has just, you know finished ejaculated so he can't even he couldn't even come again if he wanted to it's it's the ocean's 11 (laughs) of not coming too early they do this perfect scheme yeah they're gonna do this look up and notice that the painting above their wall is just missing (laughs) i propped them (laughs) you've heisted them you gave them the perfect plan and it was all part of your elaborate thomas crown affair ruse to steal a poster that says you miss 99% of the shots you don't make. It doesn't even make sense. Mm-hmm. Why get that poster? Uh, all right, let's take one break, and we'll be right back with more questions after this. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, well. Because... It was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. um no they do have a lot more than that it's uh it's a it's they have 24 7 award-winning customer support they have very simple drag and drop technology you can code you can design Mm -hmm. a professional looking website without knowing much about how the internet works you can sell you can launch and sell product from squarespace that's right you can even purchase a domain name through squarespace for example jake what can people purchase boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym 
Fitness. It's nah. a it's an anti movement, really. Oh, it's that's a non movement movement. Is anti movement yeah. one? Anti movement. Uh, I'll like have it to be. check it out later. Actually, let me look right now. Anti movement.com is not available. Don't yeah. buy that one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't. But so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> Yeah. It's more of a yeah. fitness nah thing. Yeah. Uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough Mm -hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. We're back. And uh, this is our first podcast episode where we're both uh, in our 30s. Yeah. Yeah, you're officially a 30-year-old. What's the fucking point? You're over the hill and under-delivered. I'm over the hill, under the weather. Yeah. (laughs) Over the moon. You are... But under arrest. uh, It's also... Do you feel older? Uh, I guess... What about your declining eyesight? Oh, yeah. That's a very... That's a very specific moment tied to your age. Right, for sure. You're gonna... You're gonna have to get glasses. Yeah. You loser. (laughs) You're a dorkus. You're basically blind. (laughs) I'm legally blind. (laughs) Fuck me. Yeah. What what are you gonna do? Well, how do you handle that? Uh, I really grappled with it. I wrestled with it. (laughs) There was... I didn't want to get glasses, and then I like... I was driving back from the airport one night and I literally just couldn't see any signs, like nothing. I couldn't see, I can't see when I'm driving at you, night. You know what you'll do? You'll like, uh, you'll start like dab, like t- putting your foot like in the water. You're like, oh, I'll only wear it at night. Oh, I'll only wear the glasses when I'm driving. I won't wear them all the time. Yeah. I'm saying that. Right. I guess I probably, now that means I will. Right. But like, but that's how it starts. Right. You dabble. And that's what I have to do. I'm, I got, so. So it started, I was like noticing it going a little bit, like couldn't see at night that well. But then driving back from the airport, I couldn't see anything. And then at one point I like lost the lane of the highway. Well, that seems like more than just a vision blurriness. Yeah. I mean, maybe I was tired, but like, and and it was sort of a a confusing spot. Like, you know, the lane is closed, whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, I should have been able to see where the lines were. (laughs) Right. I could not. Right. And it was, uh, so it's like, okay, it's like borderline dangerous, I guess. And then also when we were writing the show, we write on like a television screen with la- and it, like one person has a laptop and we're all like, all right, and you couldn't read the script, couldn't read the script. <laughs> so I needed. So then I got, I went to, uh, I went to um, what was that? Lenscrafters. Oh yeah, and uh, you got an eye exam. Got an eye exam. Your prescription. Yeah, it was negative. I forget negative one minus a hundred minus seventy five. Okay. It's a whole world you don't have to deal with and then you just do. Right. No one in your family has glasses, right? No, I'll be the only be the only kid in my family that has, that has glasses, that, that needs glasses. That's crazy. Eight of you, not one with glasses. My parents, my parents have like reading glasses, but Right, but they have perfect distance vision. Yeah. Holy shit. So what are you gonna do? So I went to I we should sponsor this episode by Warby <laughs> Parker because I did use their service. I used the home try on. Oh shit, we should contact them quick. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Uh, and I have five pairs of glasses. Did I show you them? Yeah. I did. And uh, 
I chose one. And? I'm going to go to the store tomorrow and get them. <laughs> and I'm going to have glasses. You're going to have glasses. <laughs> what a loser. What next? I'm going to have, I don't know, what's a distinguishing characteristic of you? <laughs> um, perfect shoulders. <laughs> You think that's what people say behind your back? (laughs) (laughs) Everyone's always talking shit about how broad my shoulders are. Uh, Did you have any quarter-life crisis with a 30? No, I really, like, I kind of lost my shit when I was 25. Oh, right. And then I, like, I developed a much more uh, zen outlook about aging. Mm, I guess it helps to have an exciting moment in your life happen at age 30. Yeah, oh, man, like... I think it felt really good to be like 30 years old shooting the pilot. It was my, I mean, it was my birthday on set. Yeah. It was like really, really fun. So surrounded by a whole new crop of friends. Yeah. I think, I guess maybe like turning point birthdays, like, uh, like a a 30 year old one. Like I might've found myself a little bummed if nothing was happening, if we were like still waiting to hear about the pilot or if we were like, you know, just i don't know who knows whatever we're doing if i was bored it would have been a little sad right but i feel like this week we made like 50 new friends true everybody saying me happy birthday so i could not have been (laughs) bummed about it (laughs) you were kind of upset that the cake wasn't to your liking oh yeah i did we got the two cakes yeah (laughs) um one was i thought was super super yeah yeah. no it was nice that was really nice it was a good well I don't even want to say it was a nice gesture because <laughs> of course. if it was a nice gesture, they would have gotten the right cake. Do you know I, what I mean? They got you two cakes, and yeah. one, but one of them had a photo of us on it, which I thought was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then your mom sent you a cake. It was just a, a bullshit. Yeah, it was a bullshit birthday. My mom no, sent me a cake. it was not a bullshit. I'm not, yeah, I'm just saying. How is it? it a, a and then your mom went out of the way to design a cake uh, that looked like a box of Annie's macaroni and cheese because she knew and that she, was your yeah, favorite she food. she found out where the production office was. And yeah, she and she sent, sent it, it to us. us. Yeah. And yeah, it was a cake that fed the entire crew for actually uh, two days. Right. Three days. They had it so why, why do you think that's a bullshit gesture? It's a bullshit birthday. It wasn't, it was just like people saying, how many times did they sing to me? They sang twice to you. They yeah. sang happy birthday twice to you. Yeah. And it's just like, <laughs> it's my, I don't understand, maybe, maybe they turn 30 a lot, but I actually <laughs> only got to do it once. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You thought saying, like two wasn't enough? So I got, well, you got how many people cakes. work on that set? And I got, I got two cakes, zero presents. Well, a couple of people got me gifts, but not like, not <laughs> so like nice, So what's the difference like between a gift and a present? I got actually True TV sent me a uh care package for my birthday that had that's so nice and yeah. oh my gosh they went above and beyond i would say but it didn't even like that's so there thoughtful wasn't, but i'm saying i could have had money <laughs> i know and then i would know i know what you're saying like you say everyone but, set, you're saying but but it's not but I'm i would saying. have i honestly didn't even need anybody to sing me happy birthday or give me a cake if they had given me the money that they bought the cake with <laughs> If my mom had sent me money, oh, I can't and believe if everyone this. on set had given me money. I'm going to put this in the episode. People are going to hear you Edit complain it out, about bitch. this. <laughs> Edit this part out, bitch. So you, so you are ashamed. <laughs> of course I'm fucking embarrassed. I'm being a petulant little brat. I'm afraid this will come off as me being petty, the complaining about two cakes shit. I Venmo requested my father for $2,000. <laughs> and... He, he he accepted <laughs> so, and I hit him back with another two k fee. <laughs> this I, is the acceptance fee, Daddy. The right punch, left punch, the one two hook. Um, 
Anything else? Good birthday. Good week. Crazy adventures. Yeah. Two cakes. Three, three cakes. gifts. And not enough cash. And then a party this weekend. Yeah, we had, and then we had a party for you. We had a pilot rap party, headgum launch party, mm-hmm. a birthday party, and a housewarming party. Yeah. Was that good for you too? I deserved more. <laughs> I guess we had a over a hundred of our friends here with with a hot dog, yeah. uh, a hot dog cart, and, uh-huh. a, and a bar. Yeah. But oh, we played beer pong against right. Rick Fox. Yeah, we that lost. was the highlight of my fucking life. I think <laughs> he beat us. Yeah, I had a real real rough game of it. You had a tough go of I it. I really did. Not. You know why? Because I was nervous. Because you didn't have your glasses interesting theory (laughs) would you ever get lasik i'll definitely get lasik you know with lasik they numb your eyes and they slice it open while you're still fully awake yeah you're okay with that i actually heard that uh it hurts yeah that's interesting (laughs) that seems not right i basically just used eye drops for the first time this week on set because my eyes were a little bit dry and somebody had eye drops and i didn't even put them in my own eyes and i was just like my somebody else put drops in my eyes and i was like so terrified as like the drop was entering my eye i'm like there's no way i can ever have lasik where you have to keep your eyes open while a laser slices them they like peel your eye they they clockwork orange you for it yeah they they force your eyelids open moisten it with drops and then slice open the fucking cornea sounds like the part that you're the most (laughs) afraid of can you imagine these drops that moisten and numb the eye they slice open the top layer flap it open like like the like the bottoms of yeah. an old-timey pajama pants suit then they use a laser to fucking reshape the back of your how eye how often does somebody go blind from it uh not that like one in five one in ten like does it it does it must happen though right yeah i mean i'm sure there is a risk when you slice open your eye and shoot lasers in it like that seems pretty crazy but i guess it's worth it not to wear glasses but even if i had perfect vision i would need to wear glasses right well at this point yeah glasses are like my shield i but feel. see i like it I don't like shit. I don't like stuff. I don't right. like. I don't like having extra things. Right. You don't like, like having to deal with the glasses. idea of having a pair of glasses and a glasses case and a little like tissue that I use to clean the glasses <laughs> is like already stressing me out a little bit. Right. And then contacts even worse. That's why. Like. Yeah, you, you would. Everybody's like, "Oh, you'll get contacts, right?" Because like, I don't. I would. You know, it doesn't. Just I don't want to look. I don't want to wear glasses, right? but like contacts are so much worse for the kind of person I am. It means you have to have more stuff. More st- like fucking saline solution. Yeah. Little, little, the circle, the little binocular circles yeah. that say L and R. And then like every single day you're like waking up with a ritual that you have to do. Of like, yeah. Sticking it in your eye. And then sometimes it like gets, it rolls up into your head or rolls down yeah. and it gets caught. The lens just gets caught. I won't do that. You think Damon never has trouble with his contacts? Like it falls down and does have perfect vision? <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> I think Damon wears glasses. I really do. Maybe reading glasses. Uh, all right, let's get to another question. Uh, we need a Canadian male name or just a male name and just know that he's from Canada. Okay. Um, let's do Kevin Porter of the Gilmore guys. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kevin Porter, not really Kevin Porter, but hey, let's just call this person. Kevin Porter writes, Hey guys, writing from Canada and I really love the show. Can't wait to see you guys in Toronto. We are going to Toronto in October. Check it out. 
I'll keep it short. There's this girl I've been talking to recently, and we're getting close to hooking up. The only problem is she's a girl in my group of friends, and I don't want anyone to find out we hooked up. Is there any chance that me and this girl can hook up without any of my or her friends knowing? The reason I can't just ask her to keep it quiet is because she thinks we're going to start dating soon, but I just want to fuck her a few times. But if I ask her to be friends with benefits, I'll never get with her. So what should I do? Help. Thanks. Love, Kevin Porter. Ooh. I guess I hope this guy doesn't get laid. <laughs> the reason I don't ask her is this is because I'm trying to deceive and or trick her into <laughs> sleeping with me. And I don't want any of my friends to find out. You think there's any way they will? Considering that she wants to date me? Yeah. Do you think once I ruin this girl for a little bit of time, she'll do me the solid of not telling any of my or her friends that I've deceived her? Yeah. Let's start with the the first rule is that everyone always tells someone. Mm. There everyone are, there are no abject someone. secrets. No. That's a good quote. That's a, that's, I would say 90% of the time that's true. You know what people do? They don't tell everybody. They tell one person, and you say, right. you can't tell anyone. And then he goes, okay, I won't tell anyone. Yeah. And then when that person tells someone, he says, I'll tell you, but you can't tell anybody. I'll say even... All right, so say you and I hook up. Yeah. Or let's not do... Because like, then that would be like, we would almost need to prof- professional reasons not tell anybody. Mm. Say I hooked up with a girl. Okay, I love that. And <laughs> yeah, and like she's a fucking dime a smoke show goddess okay is this an anonymous girl or like what's the level of girl you're thinking um tiffany amberthiesen holy shit yeah you hooked up with kelly kapowski and i say i don't want to make a big deal i don't want to tell anybody she Uh doesn't want to tell anybody Uh and say i stay true and i'm like i really didn't tell anybody Tiffany's going to spill the beans to her best friend. Oh, uh, you think Don't Tiffany's you think? going to tell someone? To Lark Vuris, she's going uh, to say something. Lark, you, know, you think she's still hanging out with Lisa I think, Turtle? Yeah, I think they do. No, but like, so in, when two people are hooking up and it's supposed to be a secret, I think, I would say 90% of the time, they both tell at least one person. And that one and person? hundred percent of the time, at least one of the two people tells somebody. <laughs> right. So all you can do is ever an affair that stays between two, two people, people, and that's it. Yeah, someone I, always tells someone. It seems like the if information is moving at a normal speed, let's say sixty miles per hour, the most you can do is like slow it down almost to a halt. Right. And maybe there's one person in your group of friends that nobody will ever tell. Yeah, <laughs> but generally speaking folks will know yeah this will not be a secret the guy that you don't tell anybody to his nickname is like raisin so you're like i'm not gonna tell raisin raisin can't yeah like don't tell raisin i promise jake i wouldn't tell raisin raisin doesn't know anything because raisin is a raisin yeah he is a raisin he's a a box of raisins so he's like this little little red carton of california raisins yeah What a weird group of friends that's that's a good question is there anyone that you've hooked up with ever that you never told anybody that I never told anybody? Yeah. Um, yeah. So there, there is, it, it has happened before. Right, but who knows? Like, that's why I'm saying I think that in, this, then in these situations, then that person has told something. Oh, so you're saying, okay, so at odds are at least one person's going to tell. Yeah, I'm, it's never like a perfect... Uh, and that's just random girls. If you're talking about a juicy inter-friend group hookup, that's oh, yeah. exciting, juicy friends gossip. friends know shit, too. Friends know shit. Yeah. You know? 
because they tell they that's what they do they're like can't tell anybody but don't but here's the information right because you can't you can't sleep on that but uh, like something your friend say maybe you're not going to tell them on your own accord but as soon as somebody notices something a look that's mm. it that's mm. all and they're like what's happening with you with you and kevin what's happening with you and kevin what's going on what's going on right and then the, then the beans they get spilled yeah the beans always get spilled that yeah you can try a secret for a little bit, but eventually, as Jake said, the beans will get spilled. Now, moving on to the second part of your question, which is, it seems like you're really trying to trick this woman. Right. It seems like you uh, you are le- leading her on to think that you're going to start dating soon, but you just want to fuck her a few so times. So stop doing that. Yeah. Sure. Stop that. Uh, Bad boy. But if I ask her to be friends with benefits, I'll never get with her. How does he know? That's... And that's... That's the advice right it, there. So maybe she does. That's the. Yeah. Is it is it more of a guy thing to want the friends with benefits? Is that like a guy thing? Like oh, in a perfect world, a, du- <clears throat> a dude will want to hook up with a girl without having to do like emo- get emotionally involved with all that stuff. I, maybe so. I guess it, I feel like it kind of goes both ways though. So like sometimes girls want it too. Friends with benefits is always a little sad because it's it usually it's like both people can't get laid or something. Oh. So you're like, oh yeah, I'll settle for you for a bit if you'll settle for me for a bit. Oh, so it's like we're just, but isn't it like a if we rub backs against each other, we're scratching each other's backs? Yeah. So it seems like it's a good thing. But like, I just don't like the idea of friends with benefits because it's like, all right, we're just gonna jerk off for each other, basically. Oh, Why don't you just admit, like, hey? Why don't we just casually be together in a real relationship? Like, yeah, do you only want to get me off? You don't want to have like brunch with me? What is that? What is is friends with benefits? It means you have sex, but you don't eat sandwiches together. That's like, yeah, it means it's a better, it's more benefits to be like, oh, here's a person that is cool, like sandwiches, and I get to fuck them. Yeah. Here's That's a, the most benefits. Here's a benefit that I want: uh, uh, emotional fulfillment. <laughs> here's a benefit: being able to have a nice conversation oh, with someone. All of a sudden, holy matrimony is the best kind yeah. of friends with benefits situation. That's a, that's a pretty nice benefit. Yeah, here's a major benefit: I have a family of four. <laughs> that's a that's a really and nice I am benefit. A benefactor. Yeah, actually, let's get married and then we'll have real benefits: tax benefits, mm-hmm. little breaks, and incentives. Yep. That's a really nice benefit, if you ask me. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I guess I do want to be friends. This is my wedding vows. So I do want to be friends with benefits with you, Jennifer. You also don't believe gays should get married. I do right? not believe gays <laughs> should get married. That's correct. Uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode. <laughs> this is our right-wing advice podcast. Uh, it's been the a first very... question to this guy is, the, the friend in this group, it is... You're you're a dude and she's a girl. Then we can. Okay. That's fine. All right. This is a very Story slow slow out. con episode one sixty seven. <laughs> and you guys have been listening to bigots the whole time. <laughs> we are literally a third of the way to our five hundredth episode when we drop the mean bomb on you. We think gays don't become <laughs> get to be in love with each other anymore. Um. Uh, all right. Treat this n- woman nicer, I would say. Yeah, I think you say, but here's the, this is where, where the language has to change. Oh, shall friends we speak with, in Hebrew? Yes. You ought to not say, like, let's be friends with benefits. Just be like, hey, I like you. I'm attracted to you, but I like you as a friend, and I don't want things to get too weird. So let's just be casual about this you know no what does casual mean no expectations so she's not going into it casually if she's like 
I want to long-term date you in the future. And that's why I'm going to be intimate with you because I see this really growing and uh, building into something. And he's saying, this is never going to be anything, but I feel like fucking you. So they're not on the same wavelength. So the way to say that is I want to be casual, and that means I don't want to be in a relationship with you in the future. You think that's under that's understood by casual? I mean, you could be even more explicit and just say, I want to go into it with no expectations. Like, I don't, I right now, I don't think about dating you. I think about being attracted to you this second and wanting to sleep with you. But do you have to say that explicitly? Isn't that the beginning of every relationship? Yeah. I mean, I don't, not normally, but it sounds like he's concerned where, with where her mind is at. So he should maybe check in before he. Just to be super abundantly clear, I'm not necessarily thinking or not thinking about being or not being with you. Of course, if it like, yeah, you don't want to have this weird conversation where he sits, you (laughs) you don't want to sit somebody down and tell them this, but yeah, like maybe when you're getting about to hook up, like, Hey, I just want to, just want you to know that like, I think you're great, but I don't want to. I don't see this going very far. That's a hard conversation to have before you sleep with somebody. Yeah. So good luck, loser. <laughs> then again, you're trying to lie to somebody, so we don't deserve your, you don't deserve something that's easy to do anyway. Yeah. I mean, well, there are always like ways to there's 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 subtleties in language that you can exploit. Ideally, you want to be as open and honest as possible, so that uh, if she does get. Um, uh, disappointed later on you can be like hey at least i was trying to like let you know ahead of time right but i will like you don't want your honesty to all just be like a get out of jail free card later like she's like hey you led me on like no because i said casual and right i think if you your attitude should just be more about preserving your friendship and that and not uh clearing your name that being said if you're hooking up with a friend in a friend group, the friends are going to find out. Of course. This is just generally a bad idea. There's nothing gr- There's nothing greater in high school than when two friends hook up. That's like the, it's like the exciting moment of a drama or a, a teen, uh, a move, like a 90210. Right. And it's way more exciting to find out that they have been hooking up for a while. Yeah. Like, like did you times. hear? Oh, I have a fucking crazy story. Oh, my God. What is it? No, I promised I wouldn't say, but I got to tell you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Jake hooked up with Tiffany Amber Theus. <laughs> What an amazing story. I can't wait to tell someone that one day. Would you would you hook up with Tiffany? If you saw Tiffany Theosin at a party? Would I hook up with her? Yeah. Is she is she drunk? She's 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 a little tipsy, but she's not completely wasted. So oh yeah, that's perfect. She's yeah. like that's yeah. classic Tiffany yeah. being like a little yeah. a little loose, a little fun, yeah. a little yeah. bubbly. And she yeah. introduces herself to you because it's like she knows you know who that she is, but like at the right. same Does time she, she has say, to be I'm like Tiffany. Yeah, no, she'll be like, Hi, I'm Tiff. Oh Tiff. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. She calls herself Tiff. Do you know I had my first sex dream about Tiffany Amber Thiessen? Really? Last yeah. night. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. If you have your own questions, your own theme songs, your own anything, Facebook art, send it all to if I were you show at gmail.com. Again, this is a headgum podcast now. Check out other uh, podcasts on our network. First episodes are up, second episodes are coming out over the course of the week. Oh, I wanted to, we never, uh, 
the release schedule of all these podcasts. Um, oh, um, uh, 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 quick, do like a song and dance stall, while I look stall, it up. Stall, stretch. We it can't out. edit this cast. <laughs> no, no. This is uh, 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 I say hello to me, honey. All right, I found it. Mondays is our show and Gilmore Guys. Tuesdays, Josh's Mindhouse. Couple of questions. Wednesdays, Julia Noons. Another episode of Gilmore Guys. This is why you're single. Thursday is High and Mighty, uh, Gabrus's podcast, uh, Talk of Shame, Streeter's podcast. Friday is Twin Ovations and Black Men Can't Jump. That's a pretty loaded slate. At least two podcasts on every day. Amazing. Uh, something for everybody on every day. Uh, thank you for listening. Again, we're gonna. I'm going to put a, a fun little clip from that first episode of High and Mighty at the end of this episode. So keep listening uh, to get a taste of that. And you can always uh, find everything. Uh, on iTunes and on headgum.com. That's it. The end. Goodbye. See you next week. Peace. Ciao. <gasps> I forgot. What? The closing theme song. Holy shit. I'm rusty. You almost... Oh. The so opening the theme song was by uh, Mark and his sister, Marie. And this closing one is from the Chill Sun Twins. Uh, at Chilson Twins on Twitter. Uh, that's Ethan on vocals and Shoe on the beats. So thank you to the Chilson twins for this closing theme song. Now we're out. Witness this litmus test. Is it acidic or basic? Can you trace it back to Bassett? Trace and face and blunts are racing. Fronts are wake and bake. Or are we just tasting fame and chasing Jake and Jason? Have your cake and eat it too if I were you. Did you put cash on Floyd Mayweather? Or is he asked to Sequoia Fairweather fans stay cool in the van? Double entendre. Mind your manners. Fly your banners. Danny Tanner. That's a full house. It's a decent poker hand, I woke up mad, I'm broke, I'm sad, I poked her back, I fumbled that, I'm running faster, I'm the master. We're all the master. S. Alright, thank you to Blue Apron for sponsoring that episode yet again. You can go to blueapron.com slash if I were you for your first two meals for free, and you can see what's on their menu. Uh, thanks to Blue Apron. Uh, thank you, Blue Apron. And let's listen to that high and mighty clip with us on John Gabris's first podcast episode you can listen to the whole episode and many other podcasts at headgum.com enjoy you like, might weigh oh, more than both of us combined i right? probably weigh pro- close to both of you guys combined right what do you weigh like 160 each i weigh 167 and you weigh like 121 <laughs> <laughs> without glasses you're 118 soaking dry uh, without, without glasses without glasses i have with a three pound on. glasses <laughs> I think I'm 155. I yeah, know. so you weigh, we One, weigh pretty three, close. 315 together. Yeah, I weigh like 305. But I'm not in my best shape I've ever been in. You're so. not in fighting weight. I'm not fighting weight. Fighting <laughs> weight's you... like 291. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fighting weight? My goal weight is still way higher than most people's like physical. Like, well, yeah, if you I'd like ability. to weigh like 270. <laughs> that's, your, that's your goal. <laughs> that's like what I want to, that's my, I want to get down, that's my beach body. <laughs> my beach body is still like uh, 70 to 80 pounds over the national average. <laughs> We just did a live podcast in Australia, 1,100 people there. What? Yeah. yeah. That's so awesome. <laughs> Isn't that That's weird? so fucking awesome. It was and crazy. with Streeter opening up for you yeah. guys? Yeah. I that- stage dove during a podcast. <laughs> That's so cool, dude. <laughs> Meanwhile, I can just picture like it's like sort of rock and roll esque, but Amir is like with dials. Yeah. And, like, I'm getting a little bit of feedback. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I landed. People like, yeah! Surfing through the crowd. Is everyone's phone on airplane yeah. mode? <laughs> Stop yelling. I don't want it to peak. (laughs) That was a HeadGum Podcast.